0: The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. Let me just end with this, this beautiful story from the Holocaust. So so, so it talks about Chesed and it talks about the second look. So he tells a story here that um, from somebody, I guess from Eretz Yisrael, whose name is Rav Avraham Khan. Rav Avraham Khan talks about his father, Yomtev Hakoin Khan, who was a very wealthy member in the Jew, before the war, before World War II, in the Jewish community of Prague. And his house was gorgeous with beautiful furniture, and he had a, a large staff of domestic help that, that kept the house clean. The custom in Prague, the custom in Europe altogether was that guests that needed a place to eat for Shabbos, so Friday night when they finished davening, they would all line up in the back, and as the people would leave, they would say, oh, you two come with me, and you two come with me. That's what they used to do. So the, the custom in Prague was for guests who needed a place to eat on Shabbos to stand by the door of the shul at the end of Friday night davening. As the community members left shul, each would choose a guest or two from the crowd until everybody was placed with a meal. So this Rev. Ram Khan talks about his father, Rev. Yontav and he says, my father would deliberately wait around in shul until everybody else had left so that he could invite the guests that had been left over. He knew that most people were more inclined to invite guests with a pleasing, cleanly appearance, and the poorest and neediest often left behind. These were the guests that my father preferred to invite to sit by a Shabbos table. Sometimes he came up with guests that were filthy and smelly from all their travels. Very often their clothes and hair were infested with lice. This reminds me of my grandmother, Lushala, who whose yard site was actually today. And she also always had at the table people in Manhattan who were from the street and from on benches and who smelled terribly. I remember as a kid, I couldn't sit at the table. They smelled so bad. And those were the people that she, that, she always, that she always had. Anyway, so very often their clothes were, and here were are with life. So after Shabbos, he says, my, my father's domestic help had a hard time cleaning expensive furniture from the stains that were left from these guests. Why must he invite such unseemly guests, the servants would often wonder. But my mother never complained. My grandmother's name was Sprintz Habat Shrebel Her neshama should have a takan aliyah. Her Gemilas Chesed was, was, was unbelievable. Many, many stories about her. Anyway, never once did I hear her ask why he could not bring home more respectable guests. In other words, sometimes the woman would say, I don't mind you bring home guests, but not with lice and you know, to bring them into my house. Okay. To the contrary, his mother would always commiserate with their plight and try to lift their spirits. Now listen to this. He says, when the, when the Nazis came to Pressburg, so his father was arrested and taken, to concentration camp, and he finally arrived in a concentration called Mauthausen, which was a very bad concentration camp. And after the war, his father would always tell over this story at the table on Shabbos. And he said that the inmates of the concentration camp, in this concentration camp, Mauthausen, suffered from a chronic infestation of lice that no one escaped. They slept crowded together on the same bunks while the lice crawled freely from one person to the next. So yet, my father survived the entire war with ever, without ever, once having been touched by a louse. The whole war never did one lice, even though he slept together with all these people, never did one lice end up on his body. My father attributed this miracle to his having opened his home to hundreds of filthy guests without ever having raised an objection to their lice. Hashem rewarded him in an equal measure. By protecting him from the life throughout the war. Midah, kinegin Mida. A person does chesed and a person opens his house. Akash opens his house to that person. A person is able to have the second look at other people and not judge them immediately. And a Baruch Hu, midah, kinegin midah, There's no vihine of olav. He doesn't take the first look when the person does the avera. He looks at like this little boy. But if this person is going to get punished, how is that going to affect your children? and their grandchildren, and their great-grandchildren. If you look at every Jew with a second look, then Akash Baruch looks at you with a second look. If you, if you judge every Jew by the first look, then God judges you by the first look. Even though he has a second look, he doesn't give you that second look. Because everything Akash Baruch does is mida k'nege mida. Akash Baruch gives Klai all a second look. And by Yarrach Lakrasam, we should be able to run to meet him in the Beis Hamigdash b'mheri b'meinu ameinu Amen.: Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories